the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Hello, welcome to episode 86 of the 3D Show, first 3D show of 2020. I'm Adolf Vega, I have with me Jake. Howdy folks. And Krista. Hello. And we got quite a few topics to talk about today. Um, so Krista, what do you want to go first? Uh, we can talk about the new Mulan trailer. So during the big game, quote unquote, uh, because of legal reasons, we shouldn't say what game that was that played on Sunday. The superb, the superb owl. Yeah, that sounds alright. Something like that. Anyway, so we got a new Mulan trailer from Disney. Um, it looks more flashy than it was before, like flashy, like Matrix, really cool kind of action shots. Um, I'm still not sold on it. Nope. Jake, it looks like um post-New Wave uh, Hong Kong movie, which could be good, but probably isn't. It just, I don't know. Nothing about this really screams, you have to see it. And, you know, it seems like this is made for Asian audiences, and they don't really care about anything else. Like, well, uh, I feel like I, it's gonna, yeah. gonna fail simply because, well, play quote-unquote, like, can Disney even fail? But, like, if you're making something that's, like, for Asian audiences, but you're making it in English, like, how how far is it going to go? And I don't think Disney cares if this makes $1 billion in China and around, you know, Asia, and then it makes $200 million here, you know? If it's... They don't care. Uh, Jake, what were we going to say? This is uh, at least... Um... They're not having Eddie Murphy's little dragon. I know some people adore that character. I just think it's another version of Donkey, and I didn't care for it. And considering how sacred dragons are in Asian cultures, it's a good idea to not have him. I don't know. I mean, I guess I I understand the cut, but for me, it's just I don't see her being convincing as a male. where it kind of worked in the cartoon, she looks very pretty, and I don't think anyone will be fooled by, you know, her. I don't... So, that's the main premise of the movie. Am I wrong to think that, or no? No. Uh, And and none of the trailers have have shown anything to uh, explain that. Um, It's almost like they're trying to hide that fact. I mean, fundamentally, like... What's weird about this is that, like, the animated Mulan, like, yes, it was based off of the the Chinese folktale, but it was a very, very westernized story. It was not really that based. It, like, it was using China as a backdrop. It was not really using Chinese culture, culture that significantly. And so the switch to, like, trying to use... Chinese culture in a, in a genuine way, but I almost guarantee is still coming from like a Western perspective 
it just seems like disingenuine to me. Yeah. And I wonder if uh, McDonald's is going to do another promotion with Szechuan sauce. I don't, I've, I've, people have been complaining about that all over. It's like, why aren't they doing this? And it seems like an obvious thing. And, you know, they did it for Rick and Morty. They're not going to do it for Action Mulan. And maybe they will. They're just waiting for a closer release date. I don't know. Szechuan uh, sauce, so easy to make, kids. Google, you'll get a recipe. Ten minutes later, you're going to have all the Szechuan sauce you could ever eat. And you can just buy it in the grocery store, right? Yeah, if you want to spend like $5 for 16 ounces. I mean, hell, it's probably cheaper to do drugs. <laughs> so, Jake, you're going to be reviewing Mulan, right? Yep. All right. Well, that's good to know. So, Jake, what do you want to talk about next? Oh, let's... Uh, I guess we can talk about... The next Minions movie. Minions Rise of Gru had a, a teaser trailer during the big game. And then they released the actual trailer on Wednesday. Um, now, this is a... Gag. Yeah, it's it's a sequel to Minions, but also a prequel to Despicable Me. Um, I actually think this looks better than the first Minions, which I really didn't like. How far can we beat this dead horse? Uh, yeah, this looked like a Captain Underpants uh, trailer. We'll stop beating this dead horse when it stops spitting out money. Yeah, yeah, they got this yellow pill character. They just beat it and money comes out its mouth. For some reason, elderly people love to put memes of minions on Facebook. So I don't know get why that's cross-generational. Yeah. Exactly, uh, and uh, the worst of uh, the Despicable Me movies broke a billion. So <laughs> these movies ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Despicable Me was actually kind of good. It's just like yeah. it's been beaten to death, and like, uh, yeah. I mean, I was surprised by the first one. I got roped into taking a whole bunch of kids. Um, because the adults didn't want to go, so I was like, okay, I'll take them, what the hell. And I was surprised, because I was, you know, I just thought it was pretty good, you know. It was interesting, and then it just went downhill from there. So in this trailer, uh, we see a young Gru, um, I don't know, 10, <laughs> in that range. And uh, yeah. he wants to be a villain, and he applies, and... They laugh at him, and he uses like a hookshot kind of thing, and steals a um, jewel from the the villain organization. And everyone's chasing him, and then one of the minions traded it for a pet rock. So I guess this is set in the seventies. What even is the lore here? I don't. This makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And how many of these crappy movies have we got? And we can't get a sequel to. Uh... Josh Whedon's Dr. Evil with Neil Patrick Harris. So, I'm a little bit more interested in this just because I didn't like at all Minions. I have not seen Despicable Me. I probably just need to get catch up. Um, yeah, the first Despicable Me movie's good. The Minions are just uh, they're just crapping those out for, it's a cash grab. I mean, when it's centered on the little girls, it has heart. When it's centered uh, on the yellow 
non-talking characters, it's pointless. Yeah. It's Smurfs, except they're yellow. Um, so Minions has been, you know, I posted this on Instagram. You know the very beginning of the um, trailer where you have, like, the Minion and, like, this blue and yellow psychedelic color or whatever? Mm-hmm. I posted that on uh, on Instagram, and that's gotten 51 views and a ton of likes. Like, it's our most popular thing on Instagram by far. So there is a huge demand for minions online. Um, we'll see what this is. Um, I guess I'll have to review it since you guys don't <laughs> really want to watch it, right? <laughs> uh, well, I'm already doing Milan. I'll probably go see it to give you an assist. We'll see. We'll figure that out later. Um, yeah. Hey, I can see if I can find somewhere around here. I have a pair of Minion 3D goggles. Yeah, because I'm not. I gave the original Minions a 5 out of 10, and I'm not. I'm like, okay, this looks slightly better, but, you know, a 6 out of 10, I guess, kind of movie, but we'll find out when we see it. Maybe there's more to it, but I kind of think they showed off everything. <laughs> Yeah, I can hardly wait. We're gonna. I I figure pretty soon we're gonna get a, a Minions movie that's nothing but memes. Ninety minutes of Minion memes. Yeah. Call it jagged little pill, and you go look. It's nineties nostalgia. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's uh, keep going here. To something else about nostalgia, Bambi. Is getting a quote-unquote CGI live-action remake, just like The Lion King did. Um, Hopefully they've learned their lesson from The Lion King. <laughs> and at least it's not, at least they're not redoing Old Yeller. So, I mean, in the cartoon, they were tasteful about the death. Um, obviously, spoiler alert for a 60-year-old movie. <laughs> Yeah, but, if you don't know that, you yeah, this is one of those things. Uh, you should, if you are taking kids to see Bambi, you need to give them a heads up, because there's nothing worse than seeing Bambi in a theater full of unprepared kids, because they don't stop crying. I mean, it's it's pretty hardcore. Back then, you know, they showed it. They they panned the camera, so you never saw any blood or any guts you just you know see the reaction to it and um this is going to be hard to do in live action it's it's this one is weird to me why this one i mean i guess it's they have the technology of lion king so basically this would just be next level of that but i mean mm-hmm. it seems just like is there a need for this is there a want for more bambi i don't I mean, I just think it's just uh, they just wanted to do it, protect interest. It's a property they own, so it's something they're going to exploit. Like I said, eventually they're probably going to get around to doing Old Yeller. Spoiler alert, they shoot the dog. So, Krista, have you seen Bambi, the original cartoon? Uh, I believe I did a while ago. When you were little? Yeah. 
yeah, I haven't seen it since I was little. Um, I remember it just kind of it devastated me when I was a kid too, and that was back in the VHS days. And I don't remember if like my parents, you know, fast forwarded or something. I don't know. Um, I was lucky. I was already jaded uh, when I saw it, but I had to sit through an auditorium of crying kids with their parents trying to tell them that, that no, she did not die. She <laughs> just moved away. <laughs> it's weird that they're picking, like, this one is going to be a, a theatrical release, and Lilo and Stitch is going to be a Disney Plus release. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that? That Lilo Stitch remake is going to be direct to Disney Plus. That's bizarre. That seems bizarre. I guess it. They. I guess the Lilo and Stitch, um, whatever. They just don't have a good uh, take on it, so they don't have any faith in it. I mean, I feel like Lilo and Stitch would more people would care about it than Bambi. Yeah. Yeah, I really think that you have a lot more to play with in Lilo and Stitch than Bambi. You know, the yeah. C- having the CG Stitch would be totally fine. I don't, I don't think anyone would really be bothered by that. And having the you know characters be lifelike makes sense. I mean, it's a you know outside of Stitch, it's a pretty grounded you know cartoon. So it's weird what they choose, you know. Some you know they had uh it it kind of just feels like there's two calibers. What's gonna be a Disney Plus movie and what's actually gonna be a theatrical movie? Because um, what is that other one? Um, I think they just flip a coin and heads. It's uh theatrical tales. It's Disney Plus. Yeah, the dogs one. Um, they got live action remake, but they actually had dogs instead of CG. Uh, Lady and the Tramp. You know, that became a, you know, a, a Disney Plus exclusive. That's weird. Yeah, apparently the dogs are just like they have close-ups and their lips are moving. <laughs> old school. Uh, no, if it was old school, they would have, like, hooks in their mouths and they would be moving them with wires. Well, <laughs> that's real old school. That's real bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, why do you think there's PETA? <laughs> So uh, let's keep, uh, I guess we'll keep in the Disney since, you know, we don't really try to be a Disney podcast and Disney website, but they're the only ones really making movies for us to watch. And- uh, 3D, uh, yeah, Disney, send us our checks. <laughs> because the first two 3D movies of 2020, worldwide 3D movies are, you know, Mulan and and um, Enchanted, not Enchanted. Um, Onward. Onward, yeah. So let's talk about a uh, Black Widow. We got a new trailer. Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly. Oh, that's become a movie too, Krista. You laugh, but that's actually going to become a movie. <laughs> Which, ironically, Monopoly movie is actually makes total sense because, but it's not a kids movie. It's a don't movie about capitalism. You know. <laughs> So I don't understand how you could actually make that fun, you know? Uh, Hey, hey, they made the movie about the game Battleship. That made sense to a degree, you know, just warships. Yeah, still wasn't any good, but hey. 
Anyway, back to Black Widow. Uh, we got another trailer for that, and it looks basic. Like I can't really tell the difference between this trailer and that trailer. Other trailer, it's like eighty percent the same. Am I right or wrong? No, they just kind of each trailer gives you a little bit more info. So if you watch them all, you get more of an idea. I mean, it just looks like it's a bit of a retcon, and they're giving uh, Black Widow uh, kind of more of a backstory outside of uh, the Avengers. It looks fun. Yeah, it's got a great cast. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the best for it, but I'm nervous because this is like solo. They just kill off the character and then putting a movie out starring them. I don't know if audiences want to go see a movie in a franchise. Yeah, that the characters are dead. They should have released this a long time ago. You're right, Krista. It really should have been. Exactly. Yeah, this movie should have came out before Iron Man 3. Yeah. Sometime after Iron Man 2. Could have been right before Avengers. You know, this should have been a long time ago. And now they're releasing it. My sister was, and I were watching The Big Game. And we are like, wait, she's dead. How are they making a movie? And they're like, oh, it's a prequel. I get it. I don't care. <laughs> and it's like, that's going to be a huge amount of people that say the same thing, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm hoping the best. I mean, I, it has possibilities to be great. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun movie. Yeah. And the Marvel formula is pretty much guaranteed to be decent. I mean, if they're if they don't go off the rails like Thor: The Dark World. So, um, I think one person on Twitter did tell me that um, they saw the trailer in 3D, so they could confirm that the it's 3D. Uh, we haven't gotten a confirmation yet, but it's you know we're assuming that's going to be a 3D movie worldwide. Yeah, I think the trailer had mentioned that it was 3D, uh, and I believe they showed it in 3D in the IMAX um, um, Rise of Skywalker screenings. Or at least that's what I heard. I didn't go see Rise of Skywalker and IMAX. Okay. That one scene where she's like falling, I imagine that could be look great in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has uh, possibilities. So, uh, Jake, what do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's talk about uh, Doctor Strange 2. Uh, or Doctor Strange. In the, the, yeah, Scott Derrickson left as director. Uh, and uh, Evil Dead director uh, Sam Raimi is in talks to assume uh, the position of being the new director. And this has got me all excited. Now, uh, the, the proper title for Doctor Strange 2 is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Uh, we're all big fans of Doctor Strange, right, Krista? Yeah, I actually like Doctor Strange. Mhm. Yeah, that was that was a great one. It's probably one of the best uh, origin movies uh, Marvel's put out. And it was like the first really enjoyable, great 3D Marvel movie. You know, before that, the Marvel movies were really good in 3D. You know, some had moments, way better moments than others. But Doctor Strange was like, holy crap! Wow, this is great 3D. You know. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that in 3D. Yeah, yeah. IMAX, 3D. Incredible in 3D. Magnificent. Yeah. And in IMAX 3D, oh my god. Yeah. 
Um, so the Sam Raimi director. Who's Sam Raimi, just in case people don't know? Uh, he's the scrappy director. Him and uh, Bruce Campbell of work together. And he's famous for the Evil Dead movies. And the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you could tell I'm more of a horror buff than I am a Sony uh, Spider-Man buff. Uh, and he's also directed uh, more mainstream fare. He's not just strictly a John, uh, you know, but he's renowned for his heart. I was bringing up because a lot of guys forget he's uh, worked in horror. Uh, he's directed PG-13 horror. Uh, most of his movies were R and rated, but like I said, he has directed. Yeah, he did Drag Me to Hell. And more recently, wasn't he a director in Crawl? Uh-uh, no, he didn't direct Crawl. Okay. But um, still... Sam Raimi, I really like his work, and I like the original Tobey Spider-Man movies. Yep, especially that second one. Wow. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is great. Um, mm -hmm. Krista, what are your thoughts of Sam Raimi being the director? Good for him. <laughs> I really have no no opinion on this at this point. <laughs> okay, do you like the Spider-Man Tobey movies or no? Never saw them. Oh, Trista. <laughs> okay. Y'all realize I'm like a decade late to like all this <laughs> Superman stuff, super superhero stuff. Well, go to IMDb and just look up Sam Raimi and just, you don't have to go look at his superhero or horror stuff. He's done more mainstream stuff. Uh, I just hope he... Uh, because one of the things I've always loved about Sam Raimi, he has this shot he used in the Evil Dead movies, this tunnel. I don't even know how to describe it. It's such a unique camera shot that, uh, and I was always disappointed because he didn't use it in Bull Durham and he didn't use it in Spider-Man movies and it would have been perfect. And I hope he find. I hope he's over himself and brings that shot back and figures out how to use it with Doctor Strange because it's just such an incredible shot. And it's one of the things that made the Evil Dead movie so special. And I'll even still give him credit for Spider-Man 3. I know everyone hates that movie. I'm going to say that's Sony's fault, not his fault. Oh, it's definitely Sony's fault. Uh, and you can even tell where they interfered. I mean, there was a germ of a good movie in there. I still argue that it, it's still a good movie. It's not, you know, a great, great movie like Spider-Man 2, but I still enjoyed it. And people are like, well, look how goofy he was with, with Venom. Yeah, that's Peter Parker. He's goofy. That's kind of his character. <laughs> uh-huh. So if you take out Venom from Spider-Man 3, it's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's a pity that Bruce Campbell's... Yeah, he was supposedly playing Mysterio, but they never got a chance to uh, do the fourth one. They decided to go with uh, Andrew Garfield movie directed by Mark Webb. Alright. So, we got two more topics. Um, we're going through this pretty fast. Um, so, the Flash movie is back, right, Jake? Yay! I think. 
so um flash movie is coming back on 2021 two 21 22 what what is it (laughs) i don't know uh i'm at the point now when i see when uh i open up my regal app and see the movie cool i'll get my ticket and go uh, 22 is the official date time frame for that movie. Well, if we could time travel, it would be irrelevant because we could just go there. So, yeah, apparently July 1st, 2022 is when this Flash movie, which has been delayed in for years and years and years and years and years. And apparently this is going to be a Flashpoint movie after all. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, part of me thinks, okay, they haven't really established anything for a backstory, but I'm at the point I don't care. Flashpoint is a great story. It's one of the best things Jeff Johns did uh, at DC. Other than some of his Shazam stuff is really interesting. Uh, I mean, it's a great story. It's a, it would be a great way to reboot. Uh, I hope they're more faithful to the source material than the CW was because that was a disappointment, uh, but crisis their crisis made up for it. So, yeah, where the this Flash, the movie Flash, um, the was in Justice League, um, as he mm-hmm. did a guest starring in the Crisis at Infinite Earths, and mm-hmm. um, that and, was a great bit. Yeah, it was a great bit. Um, definitely want to see Grant Gustin to be in the Flash movie, even if it's just repeating the scene and giving him a little bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I've worried about the Flashpoint story because it's basically a way to reset canon. And if mm-hmm. you don't know the Flash canon to begin with, it's kind of a tricky thing to do because... I know, but come on. Don't you want to see... Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman behead Amber Heard's Mara. So that's some fun stuff in there where you do, you know, Flashpoint um, basically is a story where he stops himself becoming the Flash. Just in case you don't know, Flash gets his powers and, you know, his mom was killed and he goes back in time to stop his mom being killed and then he goes back and now he's not the Flash because he changed time and his mom being back alive is also a big part of the timeline and messes up a lot of different things, including Wonder Woman now being a bad guy or, or this or that. Yeah, Amazon's have, uh, have gone to war with the world and so is Atlantis and uh, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are, are going to be married mm-hmm. off. To, Batman uh, isn't a thing. Yeah. To have a, yeah, and Bruce Wayne is dead, and and Thomas Wayne is uh, Batman. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of changes there, and then obviously the Flash fixes things, and then things are slightly different. This could be an obvious way they could uh, basically recast Batman and be like, oh, you look different, Bruce, from what we did last time, and then it's the new version of Bruce Wayne that we're introduced to, you know, not the, you know, Ben Affleck version. That's an easy way to do that, you know? Um, I just, you know, I still worry that, you know, you're going to introduce these characters and then change the characters that you just barely know on screen for maybe 30 minutes. Um, but 
they could have a lot of fun with this if they have Aquaman come in and Gal Gadot come in and, you know, even Harley, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I could also see them, instead of doing the source material, go with the Injustice versions of the characters. Because the Injustice uh, game is really, really, really popular. Yeah, they have to do some things to, to really make it different from the comic, but also make it fun and different from the TV show. Um, so I'm totally in favor of this. I liked this version of The Flash. Um, you know, Ezra Miller is a good actor, and he did as good as he could in the role. So I have no problem with him being Flash. Yeah, we have no idea what he shot. Uh, I mean, uh, I know... Uh, I'm going to say it. Warner Brothers, just released the Snyder Cut. We know you got something. You always do. Don't make us fight you like we did over Blade Runner. I mean, I'm too damn old to wait 20 years. Um, just put it out on HBO+. Plus. I mean, it's probably a work, an incomplete work print. Uh just change out the music because it's pro, or 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 spend the bucks on whatever temp music you got, and just show us what. I mean, it's not going to change anything, but Zack Snyder does deserve his vision to be seen. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Look, really, you know, I'm guessing that maybe people are saying online that seventy percent of that movie's done. You just or hundred percent or something, and. You know, knowing how productions work, it's probably a good amount that needs to be done. Just get it done. Just get it done and then release it as like a, you know, exclusive thing. Like you said, HBO Max, you know, or or um, HBO or just put it like a Phasm event or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just show them, give the man his due. Give Show him some respect. I mean... I mean, just quit crapping on people. I mean, I mean, I mean, which, what Warner Brothers did to Jared Leto is shameful about the Joker and the way they treated Ben Affleck. I mean, sh- and Zack Snyder is shameful. Yeah. So let's move on to our last topic, um, unless we have anything else. That apparently several 3D movies. Um, quote-unquote 3D movies are not released in the U.S. And uh, that's become a problem for us because we're mostly, we're based in the 3D in the U.S. And mm-hmm. so examples of this where Doolittle apparently got an, um, was it Australian, New Zealand release in 3D? Yeah, Egypt. Spain. Yeah. And apparently Sonic is going to come out in 3D in other parts of the world, but not here in the U.S. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, this is uh, awful. I mean, this is terrible. What do you think even is the point? Like, if you clearly have the 3D version, why are you excluding it to only certain markets? Yeah, exactly. And why are you pulling crap like Yeah, I mean, uh, and don't even get me started about Terminate Dark Fade. I mean, you ran, you, I was seeing the 3D, the trailers in 3D, and then all of a sudden 
it's a flat release. What's wrong with you people? Look, even if 3D is waning in the U.S., the U.S. is still the number one market in the world. China is number two, but still, release it. You know, and... Hey, and right now, uh, China is nobody's number one market for anything. They're fighting... Uh, they're trying to stop a pandemic from happening. Yeah, you know, right now there's not that many huge movies coming out, but you know, if that pandemic is not coronavirus is not controlled, you know, people are not going to want to see movies in the theater because they might get sick. You know. <laughs> uh, oh, right now in China, theaters are shut down. So, you know, it. it at first, I was thinking that they didn't have confidence in the 3D, and that's why they didn't release it in other parts of the world, in the U.S. You know, they've done this before. Um, there's like a, a history of 3D movies that never came out in the U.S., but then came out in, you know, Asia. Um, I think it was like the second, um, was it Mockingjay, I think it was, part one. The Hunger Games was in 3D, other parts of the world, but not here. Wait, what? Fast and Furious movies? That's so stupid. Uh, Jason Bourne is a notorious one. <laughs> Remember the the Jason Bourne movie that came out two or three years ago? Yeah, and the Kingsman movie was 3D in some market, Golden Circle. I mean, that's... That's stupid for so many reasons. Like, if you're releasing... If you're, like, not confident with your 3D then don't release it at all. Like, why are you releasing it partially? Like, that just makes no sense to me. Yeah, all you're doing is pissing off your audience. Like, I feel like with 3D, it's all or nothing. Either you're behind the 3D or you aren't. There's no, like, half-assing 3D. Yeah, exactly. It's just too much work and effort. And, you know, one of our patrons actually saw Doolittle in 3D, and he said that, it, you know, the 3D was actually really good. And I was like, oh, well, we're not reviewing it. You know, we're not going to watch it. We can't. So, um, our, what, that patron is uh, Kano 3D, by the way. Um, giving him a shout-out. Thank you. We may have to hire people um, outside of the U.S. to, you know, review stuff just because we can't. And it's not fair, you know. Yeah. I hate to just... It just sucks. Yeah. I mean, when once I heard about this, any chance of me seeing Doolittle went out the window. In fact, I'm, I am make it a point to... If I can't see a 3D movie in 3D, I boycott it. The only exception I'm going to make is Sonic because I said I would see it because I feel an obligation because... um. They, because they did change the character design, at, and I was one of the people on the internet with the pitchfork demanding the change. So I feel like I went from being a critic to a patron. So I feel like I owe them my money to go see it. Your mileage may vary. Yeah, we may have to just like ask our patrons to write the review, <laughs> and just you know, yeah. it is their version of the review, and that's something because we can't review it. And, you know, yeah. I feel bad. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm eight hours from the Canadian border, and I don't even think these are getting Canadian releases in 3D. Yeah, that ought to tell you how dedicated I am. I'm considering 
driving across the Canadian border to go see a movie. I would not want you to drive nine hours <laughs> to do that. Hey, when they still had Hong Kong theaters in Canada, uh, me and my roommate used to, on Friday night after we got off work, we would head to the border and catch the last show of the latest Hong Kong movies. We'd do that like once a month. Now, um, remembering um, Jason Bourne, uh, that movie was a big deal because the 3D was a bad, bad translation, and it was too much motion mo movement, and people were literally throwing up in the hallway demanding refunds. Uh, sounds like uh, 2012. That also got, I think, a China-only uh, 3D. See, really. that's exactly the reason, like, you can't half-ass 3D, because if you do it wrong, you will physically hurt people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then they do it so weak, uh, sometimes I don't even know why they bother. I, I mean, because mm. if you see the 50s movies, which have real 3D, you're going to be, oh, my God. It's beautiful and it's strong, and some people it might give them a headache because they're not used to that kind of depth. But if it's properly aligned, uh, like how 3D Archive restores them, uh, then you'll have a great 3D experience with them. So we're gonna have to do uh, a new page on the website. Um, is it a 3D movie? And we're gonna, you know, try to give evidence. Um, that's a way that a lot of people have been going to the website is because they want to know if an X movie is 3D, and we're going to have to make a new subpage for it, so look for it on the website soon. Um, we're going to try to have evidence and say this is a 3D movie or not, you know, and it may be a 3D movie in, you know, New Zealand, but not in USA, which I don't understand, you know, but we're, we're trying our best here. To do with it what we can. Mm -hmm. I know, but Hollywood is um, trying to screw us over without the without a reach around. I mean, it's they're just treating us shabby. But hey, film fans, stop now. <laughs> oh, I've been pissed about this. Uh, I mean, uh, I got my uh, region free player, and uh, I'm trying to upgrade. I really want an Oppo, but hey, donate to us so we so I can buy an Oppo. So yeah, um, it's just it's it's hard. It's you know I don't want to have to discriminate U.S. people that want to work for us and say well we need someone from you know out of the country. So and that's going to be hard logistically to get podcasts recording with them if they're fifteen hours in the future. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to start doing. We'll have to start doing um, the podcast on Greenwich time. It, it's it's hard, and you know, I definitely want to investigate doing that and having someone from England or something or New Zealand, and you know, their English is different from our English, so it's gonna be hard to edit and stuff. But that might be something we have to do in the future to because if. You know, all these movies, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Birds of Prey gets a 3D release in, you know, China or something, and not here, you know? Yeah, but 
Uh, as far as I know, it wasn't. It was done low, like Joker. This was done on a lower budget. So we're doing what we can, and uh, you know we're, we're going to try as much as we can to review everything we can. I think last year we reviewed everything except for uh, the Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, because we couldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, the year before we refused to uh, review uh, Hotel Transylvania Three. Yeah, we need to stop doing that. <laughs> A lot of people were really yeah. interested in that, and we need to just eat it and be like, "This sucks." <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Because if we could get away with it, I don't think any of us would go see the Minions movie. Yeah, if if we could get away not watching that, but it's a big release, we have to review it. Yeah. So we'll figure that out uh, later. We'll prepare for the worst, hope for the best. All right. I guess that's basically it for. Episode 86 of The 3D Show. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bingo5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone.